Braun Kratz Przinsky post game show. Game two wasn't close. Phillies destroyed the Arizona Diamondbacks. It was not close, but it was just one game. The series had Arizona, Phillies up 2 0, and it's pretty loud in Philadelphia. They've got something special going there. Actually, you know what's starting to add up for me, Kratz? The amount of people that we talk to on foul territory that are like, damn, I wish I was playing for Philly or playing in Philly or even current players. Me? I mean, I'm like, I want to play in Philly. You want to play in Philly? We had Papabon on the watch party. He wants to just be on the, the party plane to Arizona. <laughs> we had Tyler Glass now on the show saying, damn, I, I'm not watching a ton of playoffs, but Philly looks awesome. And that's coming from a player who we can say more than he, he can, but nobody was showing up for the Rays playoff games. This is the opposite of that. And they are freaking they're playing to the crowd. Like they, they put on a show these first couple games in the CS, looking like they're gonna sweep this thing. They're playing for each other. They're playing for the crowd. Like you heard you heard what Glassnow said. You gotta go back and watch that. Like Glassnow is like a super just engaged, active player. And he's like, they're a vibe right now. That's that's what you want. Like, that's what you want in your team. Obviously, yeah, they're winning. They're winning. It's a great crowd, all that stuff. This is how you get free agents to come to your city. I get it. You may, you, you know, free agents are going to have to be paid. I understand that. But if you and another city have the same amount of money on the table and it's like, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I would like playing in Philly. Like, okay, <laughs> then don't come to Philly. But if you're like, I want to ball out, I want to, spend the last two seasons of my career, get a two-year deal. Like, Glassnow is definitely thinking about that if he has if he has multiple offers and one of them's Philly after next season when he is a free agent because Wheeler's going to be gone. Wheeler's done after next year, so they got to re-sign him. They got to re-sign somebody that needs some pitching, and that's a place. And it's a lot of credit to the guy that's on the screen right now, if you guys are still watching. Schwarber came in. And kind of changed that culture to a sense of like, not change the culture, but just allowed like guys to be who they are. Yeah, Schwarber had a day. Nola had them fooled. Nola pitched great. Nola, player of the game. Agree? Yeah, I can't argue that one, although Schwarber did hit two homers. So. Funny. Game one, <laughs> game one, you said player of the game was Schwarber. Why, though? Why did I say it? Because first pitch set the tone. Yes. Tonight, Aaron Nola set the tone. How about he this? Went out, he went out first inning. Carroll gets on. Boom, boom, boom. No runs. What about Trey Turner? Trey Turner, whack. Trey Turner didn't. But he set wasn't the, the first pitcher. He was second hitter. Yeah. Different feeling. How, what, did how I about, say, what did I say though? Kratzy was the key to the Diamondbacks to win tonight. Score first. What did they? Well, they didn't score at all. But what? What, what did they do? Trey Turner hit that homer. It was like as soon as he hit that homer, watching this game, it was like ten to nothing. I mean, I know it ended 10 to nothing, but it felt like the Diamondbacks were like, oh, God. And then Schwarber hits one and then he hits another one, right? Boom, big double, Real Muto, three RBIs. But as soon as they fell behind, they just felt it, – it, it, when you're the team that's behind in a series, if you don't score first, it just feels like the mountain gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It, it's, it's a psychological thing, and it might only be one run, but it still seems like a whole lot more. We got how about how about this, AJ? I'll 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 kind of double down on your whole Schwarber MVP candidate for the first game. He might not have been player of the game for the first game, 
But he set the tone for this entire series. And if it goes the way I think it's going to go, in the sense of like, hey, he's, you know, they're, they, they're going to win in four. They might, Diamondbacks might take one. They win in five, that kind of thing. That swing, that first swing, first pitch, setting the tone in that stadium against this team that was coming in hot, gives Schwarber the MVP. He's got three dingers already. Like, he's well on the way. For the series. Who? All right, quick question before we – I think we're going to go to some highlights. But yeah, does this series come back to Philadelphia? No. Scott? No. AJ? No. I, I don't know. That, I don't, in the comments, let us know. I, I don't know if it gets to game five. I don't know that, I don't know that Arizona wins a game in this series. I, I, I just I, – I know it's hard to say that and it's hard to say it sweep. But the way the first two games went, and listen, I know Arizona's going home, and but, you know, fought. is not going to go deep in the game. Torrey won't let them. They'll have a good full, fresh bullpen. Ranger Suarez and the Phillies' bullpen, it's just been like it's been a dynamite combo for them already. And then game if it goes to game four, I mean. Not one game? I, I could see 4-1. I'll go four one. Well, here's the thing: if they if they win game three, you almost always sweep. You, yeah. you, you almost never see a team down three zero win the fourth game. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, it's, I don't know what the numbers are, but that because teams are just like, yeah, we basically. Have yeah, when you're down three zero, it's just like basically like we're screwed. Yeah, except for the 0-4 Red Sox, clearly. But it, I, it's it's I, I don't know. We'd have to figure out the numbers, but when a team goes up three zero, it, it never goes longer than four usually. Right. So it's the key. The next one because you were like they got to take this game too. Like they do, but they didn't. And I didn't like. Yeah, but I mean, when you lose, Gall- they're like counting on Gallon and Kelly, and they both lost. That's a huge blow psychologically. Yeah, and they didn't just lose. Like it's they're tough good. to like lose a two-one game. They scored. I guess they ended up getting four off of. No, no, because they cashed in his other run. So five well, off. How about of- this? I I got I got highlights for you while we're chatting. You want them? Perfect. I love highlights. Are All we right, talking perfect. about the highlights? Yes, we are talking about the highlights. <laughs> Let's start with Trey Monster. There he was for our for our parlay right out nice, of the gate. Nice little blast. Yes, that is true. We picked the FT Heater parlay on the BetMGM app. We pick it ourselves, legit. Phillies money line, Trey Turner, two total bases or more, and that was at plus two hundred, boosted to plus two fifty. How you Thank doing, you. Alec Bone? Yeah, human vacuum cleaner over at third base. So much credit goes to the complete. Ability of this team. Yes, they hit dingers. Yes, that'll be the story. Schwarber, they're winning 6 nothing. Schwarber's going first to third. He actually, on this team of speedsters, now his percentage is much lower, so he's had more chances. He has the most first to thirds or second to home. It's a stat called extra base, base running, extra base, than anybody on this team. How about that? Right there, he doesn't have to worry about that. He no. just he touches all the pillows. That, that one was big because there were some people in the comments during our watch party, which was a blast. If you want to just entertain yourself for a long car ride at some point, and there's JT getting and the that job was when Papelbon. Yeah, Papelbon loves JT Real Muto, <laughs> new, <laughs> man, new man crush. But uh, there was someone in the chat who was like, "Do the Phillies just have scouting trying to find dudes tipping pitches?" It's like, yeah, I mean, that's every how does. every team every works. Team but I, I don't. I don't think they necessarily had that suddenly figured out right here. Like, and it was after that Homer Kelly threw two changeups in the exact same location back to back to Kyle Schorber. Is that a mistake? Yes. Exact same location. Yes. 
You already you already slowed him down. And Gallon's set. I mean, it touched on it super quick before this game started. His changeup is like four miles an hour difference from his fastball. So when you see it once, whether or not you are thinking, okay, I'm slowing down, your body automatically slows down. You gotta it's you gotta almost go same location where it starts and have it finish below the one you just threw. Like you can't back-to-back changeups are really, really tough to to execute, especially with a guy like Schwarber who's not he's not pulling off the ball right now. So I don't think it's anything I think the fan was trying to say or the person in the chat was trying to say, you know, are they are they getting a tip? I promise. A team is going to have more than three hits against a starting pitcher that's out there for five plus innings if they have a tip on him. It's not just going to be three hits. It's going to be rockets all over the yard. And, and here's the deal. It's not just Wheeler who's becoming a postseason legend. It's Wheeler and Nola. I mean, that's the difference, too. Look at the regular season. Nola Dude, this was, whole team is becoming a legend. I understand, but <laughs> you, you have your one-two. Nola was up and down this year. He talked about it. Maybe even feeling a little free agency heat. Just the stuff was still there. The control was there. There was just some command issues at times where he would lay a few more over the middle, right? A few more middle-middle pitches. Led to some more homers. Led to the higher ERA. Less run prevention. A few less wins for the Phils when he was pitching. Bye. Wipe it all out. Welcome to the postseason. Been there, done that. How you doing? Phillies basically have two ones right now. Well, that's what that's what got him there last year. Mm-hmm. The same thing. But here's the thing. I mean, Nate, this whole team is beca- – I mean, the, the, the move of putting Harper at first, cleaned up their outfield defense, right? Mm-hmm. Putting Rojas in center, got Schwarber out of the outfield, Castellanos in right, right? Basically, Marsh in, in left and Cave, whoever they decide to – whatever they decide to do in left, okay? Mm-hmm. And the rest of their team is obviously pretty set with Baum, Turner, uh, Stott, and Harper at first, and JT. So, unselfish players moving. Harper going to first. Obviously, you can't play the outfield, but it allowed Schwarber to DH and got the defense better. Then, Nola, Wheeler, Suarez, and then the back end, Alvarado, and the rest of them, and, and, and Kimbrell coming back. Okay? This team is a team of stars. I mean, Bryce Harper is probably the star of the stars. JT Realmuto for a long time was considered the best catcher in baseball. Trey Turner was the biggest free agent, one of the biggest free agents this past offseason. Schwarber was a huge get for him when he got him, right? Kimbrell has, what, 400-plus saves, got a chance to go to Cooperstown. I mean, this th- these guys are stars now. You're right. A-, a lot of them. Almost all of them are just Castellanos. Huge deal when he signed there. Th- these guys are stars now. And in Philly? They can do no wrong. And Dave awesome. Dombrowski nailed it. I mean, he does every time. Him over. He does quickly built time. the roster. The one thing that that was the bugaboo sometimes for Dave Dombrowski in his career was bullpen building. At times, the Tigers had problems there when he was running that team, right? At times, that was an issue with the Red Sox, but even the year they won, that didn't matter, and they used their starters in the bullpen. And then this time around, you remember, Kratz, a few years ago, Philly's bullpen was bad. And even last year, there were questions during the regular season, and they showed up in the playoffs. And then they built even more since then. And now there's all kinds of articles you can read them by smart people writing about how the Phillies just have straight velo all over the place. All They have one of the hardest-throwing bullpens in baseball, and it matters. It makes a difference. I mean, and I'm, I'm not going to – I'm not trying to knock like Joe Mantiply, but he's, he's throwing, what, 90 
And does anybody in the Phillies bullpen that's used high leverage um, average under like 95, 96? Basically a bullpen of 97 to a hundo. Yeah. And then Matt Strom, who somehow throws from down here a fastball that's getting by guys. Right. And he breaks that slider off. Like, yes, I, I, I think Dembrowski does a great job of putting the bullpen together. But to me, the credit really here goes to Topper because I saw, as you can see, when you watch teams closer throughout the year, more than you're watching all 30 other teams, you saw these guys, some of these guys get tired throughout the year. He does a great job of not wearing them out. And a few years ago, even during like the Joe Girardi time, definitely during Gabe Kapler, I mean, that's Gabe Kapler's MO, is give me a bullpen and I'll kill it. And then we'll just go to the next year. And by September, I'll kill it again. Like that is something that Topper has seen from all his years, all his years through the playoffs in with the Yankees. You're always playing into October. How do you mitigate that? How do you mitigate that with a guy like Craig Kimbrell, who was a little shaky? He was also an all star this year. Like there's a reason he was kind of shaky at the end of the season. He was getting used a lot topper yes he has the horses but you can't just run those guys into the ground and expect them to succeed at this point in the year and he deserves a ton of credit for that yes Dombrowski gave him the team yes Harper's the star but there's so much that goes into this team and AJ is right they can't do wrong and I'm getting AJ a seat you're sitting in you're sitting in between Stubbs and the masseuse on the team. That's where your seat is on the Phillies playing, AJ. Mine? I'm in. I don't give a shit where I sit. Sherry. Sherry, the, the woman who was getting beer poured on her and she was ringing the bell. I don't care. Smoking a cigar. Hey, listen, put me on that plane. That'll be a great time. I no, phones. no phones. No phones, though. Put me on that plane. No phones. No phones. I'll be Garrett Stubbs. I'll put on the overalls and I'll wear the Budweiser hat and let's freaking go, boys. Is he dancing? Yeah. I, I can dance like Elaine. So are they are they saying, Kratz, are they saying, let's go, bring on Texas, one of the teams in Texas, which, hey, I will say right now, with both teams up 2-0 in the series, Rangers-Phillies has a lot of star power. That's a lot of star power. I mean, Houston's got playing. We saw it last year. I like to see a little bit of variety. Rangers Phillies would be cool. Rangers lineup is deep. The starting pitching has been quite strong. We'll see how Scherzer looks in game three for them. Yeah. And John Gray coming back. And the bullpen has kind of been like last year for the Phillies to an extent, maybe a little heavier than that, where it's like during the regular season with the Rangers are like, whoa. I mean, this team is going to be screwed in the playoffs with this. And you're like, oh wait, oh wait, Sabor's. <laughs> Um, roller coaster ride Chapman and Jose Leclerc, and good night. I mean, could be a really, really fun series. Okay. It, it, the th- weird part is, is the Phillies won't have home field against the Rangers because the Rangers went in and swept them at the beginning of the year. Yeah, Remember season that? series matter when you have the same win total. And so that the Rangers would actually have home field advantage against the Phillies, whereas the Astros would have home field. Or no, Correct. No, the Phillies, the would, Phillies have would have home field against against the, Astros. the Astros. Which, but here's my thing: I, I keep saying this. Astros, I don't think 
care that much about playing on the road and even well, the even Rangers haven't they, cared. They're, they've won seven games and six of them have been on the road this postseason. So I don't accurate. think they give a shit either. That's true. That's true. And it's not like the Phillies can't win on the road. It's just that it's the mystique. It's the one time it's the mystique of the bank. It's it's probably the I, in my mind in the last like decade, I have not heard more about you know a home crowd, a home field advantage, team playing a certain way. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> I just think it would be a great series. They're trying to focus one of my cameras and I'm moving. But to me, to me, the Rangers, they have their (laughs) work cut out. They have the work cut out in the sense of the Astros have better starting pitching in the sense of, you know, what you're going to get. If you're going to say, well, Scherzer's the best and you have that and Scherzer, how can you say that Scherzer's better than like, you don't know what you're getting from Scherzer. You might get four. But Christian Javier might give you four also and punch out 11. Like, Astros play well on the road. The Rangers need to block out all the noise and just keep on hitting. They need to look at Corey Seager and go, Corey, are you going to carry us? Because if you are, we're never stopping. And the Phillies-Rangers series might be like a five-hour boxing match of just back and forth, back and forth. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I will say this. There's some chatter right now about Rob Thompson, Topper, taking over because, you know, like Joe C said, Topper, breath of fresh air after Joe and Gabe. Yes, mm-hmm. very different manager. But also, especially, I mean, Joe, that was obviously very recent. But, I mean, the, the team has changed a lot. They just kept adding the past few yeah. years. That makes way, a my, massive My buddy difference. today, funny Joe Girardi story. Yeah. My buddy today was at, in a, at IMG working out. And Joe Girardi walked in, scared the living shit out of him. He had no idea. He was working out. And he had his headphones in. And all of a sudden, he just heard someone. He turned around, and it was Girardi. And he's like, oh! And he texts me. He's like, I just, Joe Girardi. Just, so I text Joe. And Joe's like, he needs to pay more attention. It's like, all I did was walk in. <laughs> but it's like such a Joe Girardi story. Because Joe would never do anything like that on purpose. But he did, my buddy just, and, and then Joe's like, you have eyes everywhere. Like, Don't ever forget it, Joe. Joe? Yeah, but. Joe's not like I believed in Joe when he came here. Joe said, I, "Okay, here's what happened, Crazy. Joe Joe changed his first year, from what I was told, and then when, as they started losing the last year, he kind of went back to his rigidity, rigid ways, and wouldn't let the players do what they were supposed to do. So, I think Joe would have worked, but then they bring in Robbie Thompson, who's obviously just been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Here, here's here how how explained to me from that clubhouse." Joe Girardi and Rob Thompson both have an open door policy. The difference was Topper walks out of that door. Joe was expecting people to walk into that door. So like the whole like rigidity part of it, like where Joe's like, you know, people were trying to paint him here in Philly, like, oh, he doesn't connect with the players and there's this and that. Topper just took the next level in a sense that he was able to walk through his door, talk to those guys, and then they felt comfortable coming in there when they needed to. So on the Philly side, who owns the playoffs right now? Think about a player. And while you're doing that, a quickie look at MLB nine innings arrivals. Be right back. We all love the game, the game, the game. We all put in our blood, blood sweat, sweat, and tears. We're all pushing. We're all pushing, pushing, pushing for the same goal. 
We all want to be the best. We all want to be the best. The competition never ends. Never ends. And rivalries, rivalries are made. Are made. Start your rivalry. Start your rivalry today in MLB Nine Inning Rivals. Well, thanks to some of the boys on the fills right now, they're sitting pretty, destroying the Diamondbacks in uh, Game Two, taking a 2-0 series lead. But looking big picture, Kratz, you start things off. Who's the most impactful player for the Phillies in the postseason right now? I mean, AJ was AJ basically named the whole roster, but can you narrow it down to one dude that stands out to you at the moment? Nick Castellanos. We wow. talk all the time about lengthening out lineups. And when I make a when I make a scouting report for a team, if you choose Bryce Harper as the guy that's like, oh, he's the best player, he's the guy we don't want to let beat you, Bryce Harper cannot win the MVP of the series. Okay? So you aren't allowing Bryce Harper to beat you. So that means you're going to go after Bohm, and I think you can neutralize Bohm. Unfortunately, for every team that they're going to play, Nick Castellanos is 2023 all-star Nick Castellanos, not 2022 playoffs and, you know, struggling until about the last two months, Nick Castellanos. He is the real deal, and he stretches this lineup, and Topper doesn't want to put him higher in the order, which I don't blame him because all of a sudden you have this guy looming, and you're like, there is no breath on this entire lineup, whether it's a righty starting or a lefty starting. I think the, the whole lineup is a little better than like Johan Rojas. I'm just picking on him, but yeah, stop picking on that poor guy. I, I mean, that's if you're game planning, you're like, no, we can, we can get Rojas. He's, he's a dude. Yeah, he's in, hitting ninth. You're going to, you got eight guys before you get to him. I, I understand. I'm just, I'm just messing around. But, um, Castellanos had a hundred some odd at bats with one Homer in the playoffs and then went on a run five homers in, Eight at bats, Matt. And he almost had another one. Remember the ball Harris caught that doubled up. Attaboy, Harper. That was the Castellanos hit. That, that ball was, was almost gone too. So that's true. Listen, I'm taking Harper. I I, I, I get all of Kratz's reasons, but here's my thing about Harper. He's the guy they all look. They all look at. They, they all look at. And you know why? The other thing about Bryce Harper, and I ne- honestly, I never thought I would say this about Bryce Harper when he was younger and playing against him and all the stuff that came with Bryce Harper. And we had Papelbon on talking about it and all the stuff. It's a dude I want to play with, man. Like, this is a dude. This is a dude. Like, this is a dude you go see. This is a dude when the moment and the lights come on, this dude steps up his game big time. Remember that, a boy Harper? What did he do the next day? Two homers and gave gave the old, what you looking at, Garcia? Don't you look at me like that, boy. <laughs> right? Running around the bases. And I love that stuff. I love people that have the swag. He's got the swag. He's got the shoes. He's got the hair, the headband. He's got the batting gloves. He's got the elbow guard, the whole deal, right? But he backs it up, man. And I freaking love that for him. And that's why I, I just believe that Harper makes his team go. I know you're going to, people can say Schwarber, but listen, he's mm-hmm. the first guy that went there. He was the first free agent guy, followed by Castellanos, followed by Schwarber, followed by Turner, followed by JT, right? But he's the guy that sets the tone in that clubhouse, and he's the guy, the game's on the line in a huge situation. I'll take Bryce Harper because that dude lives for those moments. You should look up, too. There's an incredible tweet, Kratz, about other dudes that are making the same exact average annual value, like same dollars per year 
as Bryce Harper. I, I couldn't find it quick enough on my phone because he's mid twenties mil a year, obviously insane for normal life, but for baseball, he's underpaid. And even one of the owners, I think told him that at one point on the field, but there's some dudes that are making uh, very, very similar coin per season that are not as franchise player ish as Bryce. Yep. Leaders, leaders change the clubhouse. Harper changes a franchise by him signing there. It all of a sudden gives street cred and it gives like a, wow. If, you know, if a superstar goes there and is like, I can't handle, I can't handle the pressure of Philly. Then everyone else is like, well, if he can't handle it, I can't handle it. He's like, give me the pressure. Actually, I want more. I'll take two cheese wit. Hey, scan the QR code and download MLB nine innings rivals includes new battle content Postseason pick them mode. You can switch between quick play, highlight play, and full play. And best part, you can download the game for free. Check out the QR code bottom right corner of your screen. And if you like what we're doing here, um, first of all, Ken Rosenthal joins the show twice a week, foul territory, uh, weekdays, 1 to 3 Eastern time live, or catch it afterward on our YouTube channel. Um Fair Territory is also once a week with Mr. Rosenthal, who just ran a new show. It is available on YouTube in the Fair Territory section, or if you're a podcast person, you can download it wherever you get your pods, and that includes the Rangers and Phillies spending wisely and spending, too, and talking about the difference of how they were able to pick out the right dudes for agency-wise. Who is Evan Carter? Uh, Kim Ng's <laughs> departure from the Miami Marlins, which we talked about a lot too on Tuesday's FT Live. Dude and Dork of the Week, and Ken answers your questions every week in the Grillin' Ken conversation. And we also will do our show every single weekday, of course. So check out Foul Territory, the lineup card for Wednesday's show, which begins at 1 o'clock Eastern time. That's a good list. Um, Ken Rosenthal at 1.15 Eastern time. And David Ortiz, Big Poppy, joining big, the show. Big crap, he's coming on tomorrow. Um, yes, he is. Did you guys ever and see the clip of me calling him out for not remembering me as a teammate for two days? No, no. but if you don't do that tomorrow, I will be very angry with Wait, you. Wait, t- give me a sneak peek. What happened? Fox, after game six in 2018, I was on the, I was on the headset after the game. We were going into game seven against the Dodgers, and I was like, hey, Big Poppy. I was like, you don't remember me, but hey, I forget exactly what I said, but it was on national TV. Really? If you don't, you got to bring that up tomorrow because he will definitely not remember you. Oh, for sure. I was there for two days. Hmm. I, I just told our great team behind the scenes, someone find that clip, please, so we can run it for him, please. And I also need tomorrow, if you guys haven't heard our discussion, allegedly the Fox people bust. From Q or from not B U S T B U S S E D bust. Yeah. <laughs> they bust. Bust. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, they bust. They took a bust. <laughs> I'm bust just clarifying for you. Geez. I'll, I'll figure out this whole pan pam thing. <laughs> yes, they took a bus. I need that ass. picture because Ken was supposed to take a picture of him on the bus. One time. I didn't get to say the name, but Paul Seawald, closer of the Arizona Diamondbacks, and we'll talk to him about how this team that's, can bounce That's big back. league that he's coming on after, too. Of that's course. So he show. is big league. He is show. He's great, too. Real talk. So we'll see you on FT Live. Thanks for hanging out with us for the watch party and for the post-game show. Grzynski, Kratz, Braun, here for you all the time. Questions, comments, concerns, hit us up 
on the YouTube comments or send us a DM on Instagram or wherever you want to find us. We'll see you for the next show. Bye-bye.